to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff here once again with the Freedom Nation podcast, and I am so excited today. Uh, to have a guest on that we we got our things messed up a couple weeks ago and I just so wanted to get her on because I read her LinkedIn profile and just fell in love with her because she was like the most honest person that I've ever heard <laughs> from a uh, from a LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, usually LinkedIn's like, oh yeah, we're great, we're wonderful. You know, we started off making six figures in two months and all that, and she was just blatantly straight up honest. <laughs> um, and just, just told it like it was. Um, so I'm, I'm just excited to tell her story here today. Uh, Olga, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. I'm so excited to be here I'm together. so glad you. to have you on. Um, let's kick it off. Why don't you tell us your story? How did you get to where you're at today? So, yeah, basically like had, had quite, quite good drop in, uh, Adidas and like all the likes, like, uh, Wayfair, you know, like all these big companies, big names, yeah. like uh, quite, quite good, you know, mm-hmm. like I manage teams and like, and big budgets, you know, like, and seemed very successful on the outside, especially yeah. that I come with a very poor background in Russia. Um, and like seemed good, but at some point it like really started, to give me anxiety and like and my anxiety attacks got pretty bad so like every morning I would feel like you know my my heart is pounding I can't breathe yeah. like I lose the like the touch of my limbs like they go completely numb you know so something was like clearly off you know yeah, <laughs> this, is, yeah this is not normal yeah yeah feeling no. like you don't have your fingers is not a normal way to go to work <laughs> no and you know like my partner like was uh, burned out but like we still like kept going you know because like that's mm-hmm. like like you're not an idiot right like you, yeah. you don't drop out of job that gives you like a stable income so uh we would want to get pregnant with the second child for two years we couldn't because we were so stressed out and it basically like all ended up with me like coming from some business trip and picking up my daughter from the daycare and she would just like punch me in the face and scream home and shit I don't want to go home yeah. and that was <laughs> kind of again right like the sign that like it's, something, something is not wrong. working yeah. kind of like the hands <laughs> thing when your daughter doesn't want to go home with you this is not good <laughs> no so and that was kind of like the last drop and like um yeah I kind of like quit cold turkey I was like okay like I can't do this stuff mm-hmm. anymore and I tried to get into other jobs and I basically self-sabotaged myself in the interviews like I just like kind of understood like, like I don't want this shit but yeah. like I don't know what else yeah. <laughs> that's just, kind of like yeah I'm just <laughs> trading one ma- yeah one prison for another prison at this point absolutely yeah so that kind of like kicked kicked off the search of like if not this then what else made me hire my first coach figure out that I can become a good coach <laughs> so there you go. I took my my only savings of like 10k or something that I had and like just invested in the coaching study and here I am mm-hmm. <laughs> three That's years awesome. later so you uh you basically went from okay you were in corporate world 
doing planning and things like that. So then you decided to be a coach. So let's talk a little bit about your, your coaching. What's that? What all do you do in your, in your coaching business? Basically we're helping people like us back in the day, day to mm -hmm. go out of corporate and start their nice. own business, but we call it purpose-driven business. So, because okay. like you said, like we don't want people to change one prison for the other, mm -hmm. right? It's kind of like, it's exchange, like you don't want to exchange your time for something that you don't love. No. So for us, it's like, we want people to start a business, which doesn't even feel like work. That is like mm. so passionate. And they're so in love with that, that they would do it anyways every day, but now yeah. they just get paid for it. <laughs> even better. Yeah. Even better. So let's talk a little bit about how is that for y'all? So, I mean, you, you quit cold Turkey. Um, your husband still continued to work for a little bit, right? Yeah, so like he he worked a little bit like full time, then he switched okay. to part time. So he would work like three days a week. Like he had to change job, like to project based job and something, but it still worked. Mm. And then like we did it for like over one and a half years, like that, this kind of like hybrid model until okay. we felt like, okay, like the business is stable to sustain us. And then he like went out of corporate as well. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I think the the biggest thing, and I thought that the thing that attracted me most of, of what you'd put out on the internet, and I mean, you're, once again, you're blatant. I mean, it was just so funny. It's like, hey, this is what we were making. You know, we made a lot more in our corporate jobs, but we were making this and we were able to sustain ourselves. You know, what was that? What was that like? Because I know a lot of our audience is the old yous that are out there that are, you know, they're they're working in corporate and they kind of want to get out there and start their own business. You know, what was that like getting started for you? Rough. Yeah. <laughs> Like, not, not in a way that it was difficult. Actually, it is not okay. difficult, but I think it's like, it's just the mindset thing. Yeah. Because what people are scared the most is like, like what people will think of me now. That's uh -huh. like, you know, like the new man is the, is the Joe, the director of like, whatever. And now I'm like, I don't know, doing, doing cooking for a living. Like, yeah. how will people like think about me? Like, so people don't want to like, you know, go out and promote themselves mm -hmm. and say that like they have this new business and they need to start something. Right. So it yeah. was the same for me. Like I was struggling. Like I also understood like that people were attracted like a lot of times to what I was saying and it would come on a sales call and I was shit at selling. Like yeah. anything to anyone. Like, so I would get no's from people. Right. Sure. So, but I think like that taught me so, so much and gave me like mm -hmm. such a kick in the butt to really like get into the nitty gritty and like really analyzing like, where did I make the person unsafe? Why would they not yeah. tr trust me to work with me, you know, and go mm -hmm. into all these things? And also, like, uh, understanding, and that's what we've seen, like, with majority of our clients as well, that, like, people, like, your first clients, like, customers, whatever, they will come from your network. They will yeah. come from your circle. And people somehow, like, think that they magically will put, like, the website out there and, like, oh, and all the strangers yeah. oh, will come to them. come in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this doesn't happen this way, right? And there is nothing wrong with that because these people, they trust you because mm -hmm. they know you, right? Like they have yep. like some, some basis of knowing you and they come to work with you and then they recommend you to someone else, right? So like mm -hmm. our business, like in the first like couple of years, it was just like build off referrals. Like right. literally, like we, we didn't like, we like actually we did all the mistakes, right? Like we build a website, like we invested like thousands of euros in building a website that we didn't touch them like until <laughs> now. And now like I open this like, Ooh, like that looks completely not like we are doing anything right now. You know, <laughs> it looks shit. <laughs> yeah, because right? you don't even but really know. Yeah, you don't even know who you are at that point. That, and, like, and what that's you're the thing. Do. Yeah, that's the thing because like you just need to start out 
And as you go, kind of like this path reveals the next steps and the more opportunities that, that you have, right? And you can like, you know, like change the direction, but until you start, mm. like it's just theoretical assumptions. You don't have any data to nope. analyze, you know? No, you don't necessarily know. I mean, you, you, you know who your market is and what service you want to provide, but you don't know what that is all going to be, you know? And it's funny because literally every business I've ever started, I've built the website, you know? And I mean, there's so many great website builders. You go out there, you crank something out. It shouldn't take you more than an afternoon to create something that's a one-page website that at least gets your presence out there, but you're going to be adapting it. <laughs> yes. Like that's, that's the thing. Like your business will change and grow together yep. with you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So I think that's like kind of like how it started. First clients came from from the network, Perfect. then referred someone else, and then slowly, mm. you know. Yeah, you just keep building coming. from there. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, I think the biggest thing I know when I was sitting in corporate, um, and I'm sure you the same way, you, you get to the point where you're like, okay, I really want to go out there and do this, but I got this guaranteed paycheck that's coming in. And it's so great. And, you know, it's coming in every week or every two weeks. Um, how, you know, as you transitioned, as you went from that world into creating your own paycheck, how hard was that to create that paycheck? You know, was it like insurmountable or was, did you kind of surprise yourself that it was a little bit easier than you thought? It was a little bit easier yeah. <laughs> than we thought because like, actually like, because for majority of people, I would say that to sustain more or less like normal living, like 100K is enough. Like, yeah. you know, like, yes, of course, like you might want more, but in terms of like paying your bills, that can be like, okay. And the thing is like, if you really start breaking down the numbers, and like if you really like simplify it to the bone, so you basically you have the price point and the number of people. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like that, that's it. Do the so math. You can have, yeah. yes, you can, you just have 20 clients for 5,000 per year. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yep. Done. Like 20 people. Like, are you able to find 20 people 20 within people. your networks? Yeah. And, and if you work like in big companies, right? If you work in big corporations, you have massive networks. Those people mm -hmm. have their own networks. Yep. Like how impossible it is to find 20 people. But this is it, you know, like if you just think like this, it's way more simple than our brain mm -hmm. makes it for us. Yes. Well, I mean, that we think, oh, well, my God, I've got to make $100,000. But when you break it down to that simple thing, okay, my product or service is $5,000. I need 20 clients to get to 100K. Well, I mean, you have, let's, let's give it 250 days a year of working time if you didn't work weekends can you not find 20 people in 250 days? <laughs> That's the thing. You know? It's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, so, so that I, I think, you know, you and I both kind of had the same path from the standpoint of, I sort of kind of knew what my business was going to be when I quit my job, but I kind of did the same thing. I didn't start a new business and then cut off. I cut off cold Turkey, but I at least kind of had a plan of what I was going to do. But but yeah, I mean, it, it's not the best way to do it, but I would, you know, I'd recommend if you, if you've got the ability to start something a little slower on the side, it's a great way to kind of get yourself proved and, and just think of some ways that you could, um, you know, some small things that you can reward yourself with as you create that income at that point. 100%. And yeah. I, I would think like, if you start something on the side, like your first 20 K, you need to know nothing. Yeah. You're like, yeah. literally, you just need to know that like, I have some sort of offer, some sort of like service or product that I have. 
and you just go and offer it to people, like, like literally like just get on your WhatsApp, you know, yeah. like, or whatever, like, I don't know, like a messenger you're using and just like get to your network and say like, I'm offering this. Do you know someone yeah. who would benefit from this? Right. And like yeah. to your first 20K, you need know nothing but this. But mm. then when you made this first 20K, now you can start investing. Maybe like, yes, you want to put a website yeah. like out like as a one pager. Maybe you want to like invest in like some equipment. Like, I don't know, like if you are like based online, I don't know, maybe mm. like you want to buy a ring light or like a microphone yeah. or something. Right. And then like step by step, you know, mm-hmm. like ramp it up. And like, basically like you don't need much more, you know? No, no. I mean, that's the thing. And, and there's so many ways today to build a business that doesn't cost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, there's all kinds of service businesses and use your skills. I mean, if you've got some kind of skill and you enjoy doing it, it's just, you're working for somebody else, then start using that skill outside your job, as long as it's legal and you can do that. Absolutely. And you know, like we we started working now with like um, tech entrepreneurs as well, like a lot because we're based close to Lisbon. Mm. And basically, like, like what you really see, like what people do, you know, like when they're building a tech startup, you really need this like very rough test product first with no yeah. nothing, right? But you need this very quick feedback loops. Mm. So that you literally like you put out, like you said, like one one page, like landing page, and you just see yeah. like are people clicking on it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like there might be even nothing on the back end. You can just say, oh, like when this like product is up, we'll let you know, you know. Yeah. Or whatever, but you just see like if there is a demand and you do this quick feedback loops and just like understand like do people want what I'm offering? Yes or no? Yeah. Before you know, like before, yeah, before bigger. investing thousands and thousands and thousands of euros or dollars, and you end up yes. yeah, you, you end up with something that nobody really wants. Absolutely. So this like I would really recommend people like not to be so scared. And I think like yeah. from this like corporate background, because we see these multi-billion companies, right? And they have like all ducks in the row, right? They have yeah. beautiful websites, they have marketing teams, they have sales teams, they have like wholesale distribution, whatever that is. And somehow we think that for us to start a business, it's this. Yeah. We need like a big business plan, you know, like and we need like mm. professional presence of sorts, right? And we're losing so much time on this. Right. Or like we need additional skills and education or whatnot, instead mm-hmm. of like just like really like going out and trying and learning yeah. by experience and getting all this data in. And we'll be like progressing so much faster than if you're like spending years like trying to get additional education. Like sometimes I hear from people like, oh, no, but before like I offer something to someone, like I first need to get my MBA. Yeah. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> all an MBA teaches you is to work for a big company. <laughs> yeah. MBA is completely useless as a small entrepreneur. It's it absolutely useless because it teaches you nothing of what you really need from a, and I, I love the programs that are MBA and entrepreneurship. Okay. It's, it's just the MBA. You said it's entrepreneurship, but it's just an MBA teaching me to work for big companies. So it's, it's amazing. What, uh, I agree. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about your offerings for uh, for companies because you really have two distinct groups that you work with, right? Yeah. So like we basically we started off helping people like us back in the day, okay. right? Yeah. To slowly go out of corporate and like create a business, mm-hmm. but it's like we would really not want people to like quit one job and recreate the same kind of like shit outside of corporate job. But now and they all yeah, that's right? even worse. Yeah. You're, when <laughs> when you become worse. your as I did your worst boss. Uh, was me so <laughs> well I I like kind of like uh always told myself but at least you know like I'm stressing out myself yeah, like I, not not some stupid 
Okay, I'll give you that one, but yeah, it's still it's still not good. But but you know, like so, like we help people to find the business that like we call it purpose driven. So like something that really okay. comes like kind of like inside out, right? That that people would feel very passionate that it wouldn't even feel like work. Yeah. But at the same time, that it is profitable, right? Because we still need to pay the bills, so it's not a hobby. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's basically like uh, what we do. Like we kind of like, we have like two tiered approach because like in the first step, like we kind of like helping people to find their business idea and build like mm. what we call like a rough MVP. So like minimum viable product, let's yeah. call it test product, right? To just test mm -hmm. on the market. And we have it like kind of like an on-demand course because we know that people in corporates sometimes like need a bit more time and need to do this at their own pace, you know? Sure. But once they are ready and the test product is ready, like we, we kind of like take people and we put them in a, what we call a boot camp. So like we really nice. push people for three weeks, to like sell, sell the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> to really go out and like learn the skill of sales. Like it's, it's kind sure. of like to one, establish yourself as, a, as an expert in the space where you are offering something now. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, and to learn not to be scared to sell and kind of like test, right. You just like yeah. go through this like test rounds and then you take it back and you like, you know, analyze and reiterate that's given this initial, like kind of like kickstart push for people to go out then actually starts like getting the feel of getting first money in, you know, and mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's the basis for getting this first 20 K in after which one, like you can start already like investing, building like something more like systemized approach to what you're doing. Absolutely. So then, uh, then you also work with existing smaller startup companies. How do you work with them then? The, the, some of the tech startups that you're working with. So like, yeah, like, because we moved to Lisbon and we kind of like saw that like, there is a, like, there are a lot of tech, tech entrepreneurs here, right? It's amazing. And people like, <laughs> people are extremely stressed out, right? That, that's what we see from people. Like they're yeah. stressed out and we're burnt out because they have so much pressure, right? Because they have the investors investors yep. are putting pressure and they're like going very fast paced so like we notice that these people need kind of like to keep this high productivity but without stressing themselves out so like mm. we're helping them with that okay. um but we also like try our best to work like this really purpose-driven entrepreneurs because there are mm. a lot of people who are doing like absolutely like mind-blowing stuff like in tech but in the intersection of like health or consciousness and tech creativity mm. and tech there is like a lot of like really amazing projects that also come like inside out because people struggled with something before you know like with their house for example like in health insurances not paying for something or whatever and now okay. they're like building the whole product around it so mm. it's also really really interesting yeah and this somehow led us to noticing also like it's kind of like two very different groups right and they're like so separated from each other it's like two different worlds somehow even though like humans behind each of them right but it's yeah. like lifestyle entrepreneurs they're kind of like hating on this like whole tech people you know like very business driven scaling businesses and stuff all those evil people corporate tech, people yeah. yes exactly those like you know money making machines <laughs> you know because because like money is all we talk about and we're stressed out because we don't have it and we don't have this stable money coming in but we're gonna hate on everybody who's doing of course, that yeah <laughs> i love it but then you have the tech entrepreneurs who are like looking down kind of like on the lifestyle people saying like oh like these people with no ambition hmm. but actually like they can like so like have like so much synergy of learning from each other 
because they, you know like they could benefit from each other so sure. the tech entrepreneurs could benefit from this like mindset you know and like a lot of consciousness people like at least around us here in this community right mm-hmm. and those guys could benefit from like really business skills from the tech yeah. entrepreneurs so it's like um so we're trying to now build this community where I we love it. bring both well and i mean together. i i i mean honestly i was not even aware of all this that was going on in in lisbon you know and and in portugal um you know i from what you're telling me i mean it's like a major tech hub um yes yeah, it's, be- it's become it's becoming one now yeah. because like it's it, it used to be cheaper than like a lot of other sure. european cities sure, you know yeah. so <laughs> And all you rich people move in and ruin it for everybody else. Yes. <laughs> well, that is so awesome. I mean, it, it's just cool to hear, you know, and, and, you know, once again, you guys are building a business steady and slow. Um, you know, you're not making millions of dollars a year, but you're making a good living to to be able to feed your family and take care of yourselves and get to, you know, the, the beauty of it is you've also built a business that can really be anywhere, right? Absolutely. Because yeah. like, and it's like, you can, you can recreate it, right? It can be like yeah. online and can be offline. Like, and it's like, that's why like, we also, like you mentioned at some point, right? Like just like trying to get like different revenue streams as well. Yeah. So like, we're not so dependent on that. So mm-hmm. like, it's kind of like, we started working one-on-one with people. We noticed certain tendencies or certain requests, right? That you can like bundle up and create a group program out of it, Perfect. you know? And then you can turn it in a on-demand course, which becomes your passive income, right? Mm-hmm. Just like step-by-step, step, yeah. you know? Well, and I mean, for, for business owners that are out there that are listening to this, I mean, I take that to heart, what she's saying. I mean, you should be looking at, okay, here's my business. And then what other, you know, mind map it out and say, well, what other things could I do? You know, is there something in my business that is kind of a low end thing that I don't really like doing and I can't really charge enough to do it? Well, then maybe you could create an online course to do that. And and that kind of takes that low end client out and really, you know, it allows you also to build a relationship with somebody that maybe they want that little lower end product to kind of start with and build a relationship with you to where they might step up into personalized one-on-one. Absolutely. It's like you're preparing your, your next, like your next clients, right? Like, yeah. like it's, it's anyways, like their, their choice, like whether they decide to work with you or not. Right. But you're like bringing them into your universe and they mm-hmm. get to know you. That's it. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's make a transition into the fast five questions. You ready? <laughs> yes. All right. So number one, you wake up in the morning, business is gone. You still have your contacts. You have $500 in, in the bank or 500 euros in the bank. Uh, you have a laptop computer, a place to live, food and drink. What are you going to do first? Basically, what I what I did before, yeah. you know, I just like, I have all my contacts, you said, yeah. right? So I'm just going to reach to everybody and say like, hey, because like my brain hasn't gone anywhere. Nope. Like I still have the same skills. Like I still can help people. So just get on my messengers. Like, I don't know, like, WhatsApp, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever is out to, there, yeah. Facebook, you know, wherever yeah. I have to go and just like tell as many people as possible that like who I am and what I do and how I can support yeah. them, right? Like go and like meet people outside, you know, like go to meetups, go to networking events mm. and just like start building yourself up from scratch again. Love it. Absolutely love it. What is the biggest business mistake you've ever made? 
<laughs> pick one I think- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like oh too many mm. um i think like not creating strategic partnerships early on okay because when you're just like starting out you are no, a no name right so like mm-hmm. it's 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 good that you have your network but at some points like you need to to get leads coming in right mm-hmm. like you need to have more people like getting to know you and a lot of times like why would people choose you and like it's like, you know, like you, you felt me a little bit, like even from my LinkedIn profile, like yeah. I'm like very blunt honest. It's not like, because oh, I'm no. collaborating now with someone and because like, I'm an official like partner of like X, Y, Z, I instantly became better, you know, like yeah. I'm the same. So like the quality of my services are the same, but for people to understand and trust you, they need a trusted partner. So when they see somebody mm-hmm. bigger and with bigger name behind you, like standing together and kind of like giving you this authority, I would really recommend people to do it as early as possible to get on the strategic partnerships to get like an authority for yourself so people can see that they can trust you, even those who don't know, who don't come from your network or near networks. Love it. Love it. What's a good book that you would recommend for our audience? Mm, a lot of them. But I think like if people are just starting out, get yeah. on, uh, get yourself a, a Mind for Sales by Mark Hunter. Ooh, nice. I really love this book. It's like, it's really kind of like aligns with me on the way he looks at sales and the mindset he gives you for sales and like this, like selling from service and absolutely love it. Awesome. Awesome. That's a great one. It's a new one too. So we'll put that one under our list. (laughs) What is a tool that you use in your business every day that you might recommend? A Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) And we were laughing because we we were trying to record on a different platform and it wasn't working. So we defaulted (laughs) back to Zoom for this. So (laughs) it is a great tool. You can work anywhere in the world today. Absolutely. I mean, like if another one, um, I don't know, like if people want to build courses, like Uh I quite like Kajabi. So we're using Kajabi like to build our courses and put our products on that. So Mm -hmm. awesome. Awesome. All right. Last question. What is your definition of freedom? For me, the freedom is the freedom of choice. I think that's, that's what it is because I think like you can never like, like you can control your outside circumstances to a certain Mm -hmm. extent, but not completely. Right. Like you can't, like you can't predict that somebody in your family, like passes away, for example, like mm-hmm. I had like on, on my first pregnancy on the day I found out I'm pregnant, my mom passed away. Oh no. You know, so like, yeah, you know, like, but like those things you can't control, like something will always happen, you know, like sure. wars will happen, like uh, something will happen with the market, you know, it will go down in the mm. economic crisis and stuff, but you have the freedom of choosing. How do you respond to this? Yeah. Like, and I think like we saw a lot of this in the pandemic as well with businesses, but like, for example, like some restaurants, like they went completely out of business because they were just like, oh yeah, like people are not coming in, you know, and they hmm. gave up, right? Or what the, they were also those who like figure out a new way of running a business, yeah. you know, like, or you can do like a takeaway, you know, like yeah. go do food delivery, whatever that is, right? Yeah. So is this freedom of responding to outside circumstances in a way that serves you, Yeah. you know, because like, and it's the same, like you can get pissed off about stuff, but in the end, you're just flooding your system with the, stress hormones and you are the one who is suffering and killing like your body like mm. not 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 those bastards you know that you're upset yeah. about yeah. you know like you, can you don't, you don't have a boss anymore that you can blame so <laughs> exactly <laughs> right but like you can have all these reactions but in the end like is it really serving you mm. right but you have the freedom to to make a different choice 
And um, I would say like, it's also like making the best out of what's out of what you have. Yeah. I love that. Great answer. Absolutely great answer. (laughs) So Olga, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Oh my God. Probably the the easiest is the horrible website. (laughs) (laughs) Gene still contact you from there, right? (laughs) Yes, they can still, because there is a WhatsApp button. Like there you go. So they can go on the messenger. So it is meta, but like not like metaverse, but meta is double T, like Buddhist meta, metacoaching.com. Nice. <laughs> so that's the, the easiest one. Uh, nice. We also have a LinkedIn profile, like the same, like meta coach. And we also meta have coaching. Instagram account. So that's wherever, that's yeah, whatever social platform or the, the wonderful website that you built. Um, yeah, any place. We'll put all those down in the show notes page. So if you want to connect with her, and I would encourage you to, because she is absolutely straightforward. Uh, She may be very blunt, but she is very straightforward with you um, about this. And and honestly, uh, where her heart is, is helping you to grow, you know, to to get out of whatever world you're in and help you to grow your business. So I would encourage you to reach out. Olga, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, Folks, as always, we, you know, we record these shows twice a week and we share these with you in future here. We're uh, going to be making a few changes to the show where we bring on some experts. We bring on some folks that, uh, that, you know, like Olga that have created a a world for themselves and good old Jeff's going to be back kind of giving you some of the the basics of Freedom Day and, and some of my new projects we're working on. Uh, as I've told you the last couple shows, the Freedom Day book is about five weeks out at this point. So for those cool. of you, for those of you that uh, want to understand the Freedom Day process that we've been talking about, it will be available. So we will see you back here soon, and we will be looking for other people like Olga. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.